10 seconds. All right. You know what it is. You know who it is. We're back. Another episode of the Thrive Amtap. Today is episode 42. We're talking about the top five reasons you're not getting results. Did you say 49? What? Did I say 49? Oh, I said 42. Wow. <laughs> episode 49. Sorry. I don't know why I put 42. <laughs> episode 49. Keep everyone on their toes. That's why. Thrive Amtap. So the top five reasons you're not getting results. I'm gonna kind of dive into whether that's uh, nutrition-wise, like body composition, or just like results in the gym, uh, weight-wise, uh, time-wise. I don't know, whatever you're looking for. So we're gonna kind of dive into our top five reasons why we think that is. I didn't put them in any specific order. I guess I could order them as we go. Um, but yeah, anything to start off? Nah. nah, let's let's do it. Top yeah. five reasons you're not getting results. It's a, a broad s- overview of, so it's not really specific to anything. It's generally why we may not be getting the results that we're looking for. Should we start off by saying everything, or should I just go one by one and kind of? No, nah, let's, let's keep them in anticipation. All right, cool. Number one, again, not in any specific order, consistency. So, how often? How much? How long? How often are you doing whatever you're trying to do? How much are you doing it? Meaning, how often, I'm saying how many times a week, how much, how much in a day are you doing something, or how much in a time span are you doing something towards your goal? And then how long, meaning how long are you planning on doing something for? Are you trying to do it for a month, a week, a year, the rest of your life? Like, is it something that you're trying to do to better yourself, is it try, something you're trying to get rid of habit-wise. Uh, consistency is probably a starting point for a lot of people that when you want to do something, you got to know that it's not just going to happen overnight and it's not something that is going to change relatively quickly. It's a habit that you need to build, so you have to continuously think about it, put effort towards it, and continue to do it as much as you can. So thinking about things like fitness how often are you working out how many days um, how long are you working out how much are you working out is it too much is it too little uh, nutrition wise are you sticking with your diet every day of the week or is it kind of like uh, maybe today I'll eat like this and the next day it's like oh it's too hard to eat like that today so I don't listen or you start a diet for a month or you look at something for a month and then you try it and then you fall off because of a bad wedding weekend or something like that um, so consistency is one of the big things right away off the start is how consistent can you be in hitting your goals and what you want to do? Consistency, an overarching theme throughout. I think that while this is a general approach to the five reasons of not getting the results, when you're not getting results, I think it's important that you more specifically as you're listening to this know what results you're looking for because if you don't know, it's going to be hard to figure out if what you're doing is working or not. Consistency is absolutely key. And thinking about working out one or two hours a week, say you work out twice a week and it's two hours, you think about all the hours in a given week and what you're doing in those other hours. So just say you work out intensely for two hours a week, but the rest of the week you sit behind a desk. And then on the weekends you sit on a couch. 
how much can we really expect your body to change? And it's not exactly minutes to minutes, it's not that, but just in the theme of consistency, maybe we are a little bit more active when we're not working out, or maybe we try to get a couple extra days in there because we know that we're not gonna be active outside of the gym. An hour of intense activity does not, an hour of sedentary activity is not counteracted or something like so yeah so it's just because you do an hour of something doesn't mean you can do an hour of nothing no no, no actually not that oh. sorry i'm having <laughs> a difficult time explaining myself so what i'm saying is an hour of physical activity will overshadow an hour of oh, oh. sedentary or inactivity so it's not like every hour that you're not active you have to be working out one hour it's it's not like that at all but it's just a matter of you know you think about all the hours in a week and hours there are in a week you know 24 a day times seven real quick 168 i think it's 168 if it is i did that in my head if 168 not, whoa wow. go and get it so i mean out of all those hours in a given week if you're really not doing much else i don't know you'll get some results but i think it'll plateau pretty quickly which i think is just a way to help put in perspective consistency yeah. all right two a big one. I put a skinny boy says question up yesterday about this, kind of, and stress is number two. Stress alters us psychologically, physiologically, and can kind of counterbalance all the good of working out and eating right. When we're, when we're stressed out or we can't handle stress or we're just kind of like in a spot where something's bugging us and like just eating away at us, it really does, it'll do work on you. And all the stuff that we're doing good can really be counteracted because it shifts our hormones in our body, it shifts kind of our mindset, it shifts our kind of our appetite and things like that. So what, what happens when we get stressed out, if we can't deal with it, is that, like I said, it adjusts all these things about us, about us and then makes it that much harder to get stuff done. Going into a workout, if you're stressed, you're not gonna get as much done. Eating, you're not gonna wanna eat something that might not taste as good if you're stressed and that's why a lot of people when they do get stressed or you hear the jokes about drinking wine or eating a pint of ice cream but like it's just some people just deal with it like that and they don't have the I, I don't want to say mental capacity but like they just don't have the understanding and when the hormones shift it's hard to say I want to eat broccoli when I'm sad like no one wants to eat a piece of broccoli when they're pissed off. Or, you must be really sad yeah. then. <laughs> you got one piece of broccoli. Yeah, but no one wants to eat broccoli. Like, you don't have an appetite for broccoli when you're pissed off or sad or crying. Like, it's just something that tastes good, something that's going to, for the moment, make you feel better. And, like, with that, with that in mind, same thing working out. When you're stressed, the last thing you want to do mentally, even though it might be better for you, is add more stress and do something that's hard. But... You know, stress is something that when we're able to control and think about and learn about it, as, as much as we can limit the stress and put in a position that it's, we can put it away sometimes, it, it helps a lot. And altering stress and getting rid of it is going to be something that is huge in getting results. Stress. My opinion is such that stress is the number one reason why we're not getting results. Stress could be of the mind, so it could be any way that you can imagine 
emotional stress or some aspect of the mind not computing the workout and understanding it's overwhelming to figure out the workout what's expected of you in the workout so the mental stress becomes overwhelming or the physiological stress stress is the number one reason we're not getting results so being able to get anywhere we have to balance out the stress first to make sure that we have enough stress to yield a return but not too much stress which can happen really quickly or it can build over time and compound where we feel like we can no longer get results. The thing is, is if you're halfway there, if you're looking at a workout and you're feeling like you can't do it, that means that you're too stressed. If you're looking at it and you're not wanting to do it, that means that you're too stressed. Now I'm not telling you not to do it because you feel that way. I'm telling you to check your life. I'm telling you to check your mind. I'm telling you to check your program telling you to check your nutrition, I'm telling you to check your sleep, I'm telling you to check all the other things that are going to be building up this stress or not relieving this stress for you. And this is the number one reason why you're not getting results. Yeah, it's, it's big, it's huge. Number three, nutrition, like you just kind of said. So nutrition is one that can, can make us more prone to dealing with stress or can kind of help us in dealing with stress. And also is something that will kind of give us that an object in motion tends to stay in motion, an object at rest tends to stay at rest. If you're consistently eating well and consistently putting things in your body that are helping you feel better, giving you cleaner energy, you're gonna you're probably gonna keep moving. And if you're consistently putting stuff in your body that's not giving us clean energies, causing inflammation, causing uh, upset stomach, causing bloating, all that stuff. Like you're gonna probably want to lay down and not move. So, thinking about it in that way, if we're eating low quality foods all the time, or not eating enough during the day, or eating the same things every day because it's easy, uh, these are things that are gonna slow us down. They're gonna slow our energy down. They're gonna slow us down um, physically because we're not putting out the right energy. If you're not eating well, well before a workout or well after a workout, you're stunting your recovery. And everything around nutrition, seeing as that's how we fuel our body, is extremely important. And if we're, again, if we're in a spot where we're kind of putting in shitty foods all day, when that stress does come around, it's gonna be a lot easier to just eat shittier foods and sulk in it and kind of just let it like bother you. If you're eating better foods, you have a cleaner energy, a cleaner minds, uh, mindset like you're thinking a little bit more clearly maybe that's not stressful to you maybe whatever these little things that are causing stress aren't that stressful maybe it's just something that you kind of work through and get through but you know it, it really depends on how you're eating during the day and what you're putting in your body that's gonna limit that and cause good or bad from it you said it skinny boy hey, food is fuel period end of story food is fuel it's either fuel for your workouts or it is fuel for your recovery. So anything that you do to put in not great fuel in your body will inhibit your ability to perform or it will inhibit your ability to recover. If you're not fueling your body properly, you can bet you're not gonna get the results that you want. Yeah, all right. Four, sleep. Sleep. I go for a nap right now. 
I could always go for a nap. <laughs> we don't take naps. We take high walls. So sleep is almost equal with stress in my mind. Um, I might even put it above stress just because it's something that obviously we need to do. And it can have such a huge effect on everything else that we're talking about and put us in a good position or a very bad position. Um, so sleep can alter our recovery because that's kind of the spot where we mentally recover and we physically recover and it can switch hormones and structures in our body if we're not sleeping enough and it can slow down other processes in our body when we don't get enough sleep to make up for the lack of recovery that we're not getting. So if we're not sleeping at least six, seven, eight hours a night, then what's gonna happen is other parts of our body are gonna slow down. Metabolism, mental state, energy in general, just overall thought, pro like thinking or thinking process through little things and when we're in a, when we're in a, when we're in a uh, continuous deficit of sleep, stress is tenfold higher, consistency is gonna be less, you're not gonna wanna eat the same foods, again, it comes back to that, like what are you craving, like when you don't sleep enough, you crave things that are gonna get you that little bit of a high of energy, so that little glucose spike of eating sugar is a lot more common when you don't get enough sleep, that, that wanting to just get something because you don't feel like cooking when you're tired and you only slept four hours is a lot more common when you don't get enough sleep. So sleeping is really the, the thing that is going to put us in a position to make the rest of these things that we talk about um, happen. When you're sleeping consistently and getting enough sleep every night, that's what's going to get you the results because you're going to recover, you're going to think things clearly, you're going to put more effort because you have more energy towards things. And whenever I talk about, about this stuff with people and they're like, oh, I just don't feel good, I'm tired all the time, and I'm like, well, did you sleep? They're like, oh, well, I mean, I slept like three hours, four hours last night. I'm like, well, you know, like, that's, that's not enough. Like, and, and it's not like... People have stresses that they have that cause them to not sleep, but like there's gotta be there's gotta be something we do to make that a priority in our life because if we don't I mean, I've said this plenty of times on here because we've talked about sleep a bunch of times, but like if you don't put sleep first, eventually it's gonna come and it's gonna kick you right in the mouth and then you're you're gonna be it's gonna be hard to come back from. Yeah. What was that sleep book? Yeah, the it's audio why we book. sleep. Why we sleep what it's called. Why we sleep? Michael or Matthew Walker, the guy. I mean if you want to know listen, the if you want to know the truth, listen or read that book. If you don't want to know the truth, stay away from it. I was it. gonna say yeah, that's that's a scary that's a scary book. Stay away from it. I, I don't think it was intended to be that way, but like yeah, everything he talks about is like yeah, totally totally <laughs> eye opening, and you, it it all makes sense when you hear how big of a, a role sleep actually plays in what your quality of life is. Completely over, it's completely underrated completely underrated we all talk about how important sleep is but no one actually does anything about it which is just proof that we fail to grasp the concept of how important sleep really is so of course it's going to be one of the the top reasons of course it's going to be of why we're not getting results if we don't have our sleep in check yeah i mean it's, it's crazy but try to put time even if it's an extra half hour a night like take a week where you're giving yourself an extra half hour in bed. Like give yourself, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, like give yourself the opportunity to at least get eight hours of sleep. Like whether whether you are gonna get eight hours of sleep or not, like 
give yourself the opportunity in bed at least eight hours, you know, because that's just going to put you in a spot where you're at least relaxing and getting into it and trying to get to sleep. Um, last thing, sustainability slash intensity. So what do our workouts look like? How intensely are we trying to lose weight? Meaning like how intense are we with our nutrition? And is that really sustainable? Is it too much for us? Is it too little for us? Um, can we keep it going? Is it something that we're going to falter with? A lot of the times when people fall off the nutrition bandwagon, it's because, again, they're like, I want to lose 10 pounds in four days, and I'm going to eat vegan, but I don't know how to eat vegan, so I'm just going to do it. And they go for it for four days. They realize they're not prepared. They don't do any planning. Two, two and a half days in, they're starving, and they go to Burger King, and it's over. So, like, th these, these things are small steps, but you need to know when to push it. You need to know when is the next step to progress. When do we need to take a step back and maybe rethink things? When do we need to know that it's too much? When is it too little? So with that intensity, we, we want you to be intense. We want you to have the hour that you have or have the, well the week and time that you have towards nutrition. We want you to be intense with it and be very, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking at. Deliberate? Yeah, like intentional. Yeah, intentional. Be intentional with your food, and then when your workouts, like you have an hour to work out, be intentional with your workout. Don't just sit there for two hours and twiddle your thumbs and just say you're in the gym for two hours. Like, I'd rather see you work out as hard as you possibly can for thirty minutes, as opposed to like just kind of doing everything here and two hours there, and then maybe you do that once or twice a week. You know, like thirty intense minutes three days a week, as opposed to like one or two, just kind of like blah blah half hour or two hour days it's going to be a lot better and you're going to see a lot more results i'm gonna throw in a sixth one. Oh shit all right sorry sorry y'all i know we said five but mobility mobility is another reason why we don't achieve the results that we're looking for we can't get into the positions that we're looking to get into so i was talking to someone just the other day about how my shoulder mobility it hindered my ability to improve my bench as I was competing in powerlifting, it was especially in the last part of the range of motion approaching the chest, which is really the most important in building strength and being able to perform max effort bench press. That's where the bench press is made or broken. I lacked strength through that range of motion. I didn't have mobility through my shoulder girdle there. So I think that that's another really underrated reason you need to work on in order to get the results that you're looking for. You need to be able to achieve the positions that you're looking to get into. If you yeah. can't go through a full squat pattern, you're not accessing as much musculature as you can to expedite your results in strength and weight loss. If you can't achieve those positions. It'd be cool if some place had a mobility class that they were doing once yeah. a week on Thursdays, six to six thirty. Someone should really someone should really do that. It's called Thrive Revive. That's a really good name. Yeah. Thrive Revive. I really like that. Yeah. I really like that. It's a good thing we're doing it. Six o'clock on Thursdays. <laughs> Come in. You don't have to be a member to try it out. First class is free. Six to 6.30. Mobility will get you moving better, get you feeling better, get you getting towards the results that you're looking for. Skinny boy, the mobility guru, is going to hook you up. Yeah. Uh, so sign up. It's on the website. Come try it out. I'm always... Uh, let me know feedback for the people that have done it so far. There's only been two, so we need more. But, yeah, come try it out. Um, I'll be excited to have you guys. First class is free. First yeah. class is free. Come check it out, guys. 
it's it's a half hour. You're moving around. You're developing mobility. You're understanding the techniques. You're walk through something special each week delivered for you to help you get into those positions that you know that you need to get into. Yeah. First class is free. Yes. Come on. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys have any questions or want any more information on this stuff, just reach out. Uh, like I said, I didn't really put this in any order, uh, but sleep is number one. That's all I know. <laughs> Uh, so I'll see you guys. We'll we will see you guys next time. Peace. Thanks, guys.